Welcome to We Are Free. I am your host today, Jesse Morkecho, and you're listening to episode 35. This is a podcast about letting go of what we think our lives should look like and the sweet freedom God has for us on the other side of surrender. Today, my guest will be once again, uh, Becky Morkecho, uh, backed by popular demands, not, <laughs> not, not me, uh, her, being able to give up the, the control seat. The story of my life. Yeah. Uh, for uh, Enneagram One. Um, excited to be able to jump in and uh, give her some questions again uh, in the spirit of keeping things consistent. She has not seen or heard any of these questions that I'm about to ask her. Um, so I'm excited to uh, keep it light uh, at the beginning and then we'll kind of slowly dig a little bit deeper um, as we go. You guys, I'm nervous. I'm literally, I'm so used to being prepared. I'm nervous. Well, um, okay. it's not too bad, I promise. Okay. So first question, when you have a little bit extra money, spending money, mm-hmm. uh, what are the first things that you find yourself going to buy? I like to look at our home and look at the things I'm tired of seeing and sell them on offer up and buy new things and recycle them through and sort of redecorate. I wouldn't say redecorate. I just like to rearrange and spice things up a little bit, spruce them up, not spice them up. Yeah. Um, I know I'm in trouble when I come into our house. Sometimes I'll be working in the office or the studio. I'll come inside and there's like a piece of furniture that's outside or a piece of furniture that's in a different place than it was. Um, because I know that someone's probably coming to buy it from offer up and then I'll be, uh, tasked with going to pick up another piece of furniture in the near future. That said, I like to spend my extra spending money on stuff like that. Um, most recently, I have purchased some skincare products from Primally Pure, which I'm enjoying thoroughly. I feel like it's already helping me look younger than 37. Yeah, I, I don't know if you would agree with that. Vera's, Vera's been really excited about all the packages that we've been getting, these little things. Today, maybe today or yesterday, should we get one? And she's like, Mama, oils. oil, oil. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think it's helping. I don't know if any of you listening are into... Um, oil cleansing, but this is my first go round at it and I'm liking it so far. Cool. Anyway, so things for the house and, or my face or our bodies, like superfood stuff. Yeah. Like smoothie stuff. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can see that. I you see can that see things, that or you drink that. <laughs> I see that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Um, next question uh, totally unrelated, but go ahead and pull out your phone. And oh what are some of your most recent Google searches? <laughs> oh, I feel like that's how funny. you really get to know somebody. At least like you get to know a little bit of their thought process. Mm-hmm. Even like the wording on how they Google things is pretty funny sometimes, I think. Vegan donut recipe. We made donuts today, guys. That was fun. Uh, Vera, if you don't know, has a metabolic disorder called PKU, phenylketonuria. And she basically eats vegan Minus protein because she doesn't get a lot of that either, except for her medical food. But anyway, Jesse and I, I'll say mostly me, I do a lot of vegan cooking. Um, and today we made donuts for the first time. So a vegan donut recipe, uh, vegan, <laughs> I basically put vegan recipe and then whatever is in the refrigerator. Vegan recipe with mushrooms or a vegan recipe with peppers, um, mostly vegan recipes and then some news, but mostly vegan recipes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nothing really funny in there. No, sorry for that. <laughs> I thought there would be something what, in there. I, what's in your recent Google searches? I don't That's know. Funny. Probably just random stuff like mm-hmm. Googling like 
golfer that got hit by a duck or something like that. But you that. watch, you hear, Jesse's always asking me, he's like, oh, have you seen this video of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I haven't. And he asked me that like, I don't know, once a week, but he watches all these silly videos and I've never seen any of them. Yeah. Except for Grape Lady, stomping Grape Lady. Yeah. I'm in a couple of text message chains where I just get random stuff sent to me all the time and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so speaking of PKU, um, what was that like or what is that like kind of navigating, uh, you know, as you're trying to figure out? Because for, for those of you who don't know, PKU is a metabolic disorder that Vera's body can't process protein. Uh, in the same way that our bodies can, or someone who doesn't have that disorder. You and know, if you don't know to. who Vera is, Vera is our three-year-old daughter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And so for, she has a very, very low protein diet. She essentially gets anywhere from like three to five grams of protein every single day. So we we weigh all of her food and uh, have to log it so that we know uh, that she's getting all the nutrients she needs while at the same time is keeping her numbers, uh, her protein numbers in check. Because if, if her numbers get a little bit high, it affects her development and it affects her uh, like mental capacity uh, more or less. So as we're trying to navigate that, or as you're trying to navigate that, you know, having to search vegan recipes every mm-hmm. single day. Um, and as we're trying to, you know, raise a daughter that's also adopted, um, what has that like been like navigating, uh, you know, trying to figure out like, oh, when, when something, you know, maybe it's like a, a disciplinary or a potentially like behavior issue, um, like navigating, oh, is it the fact that she's just a toddler? Is it potentially PKU? Is it the fact that she's adopted? Yeah, all of those things. I mean, those things are always on my mind and I, I'm learning, I feel like I have a lot of grace for her um, overall, but I've definitely learned even just more patience and to have more grace with her. And I read somewhere once upon a time, like if a child is hungry or they're tired, like you have to throw, you know, their actions out the window if they are acting crazy or, you know, behavior is bad. Um, So I definitely have that on the forefront of my mind whenever something is going odd or wrong or I'm feeling frustrated. Um, but she is very sensitive, like her body, like we, even if she's in the range she's supposed to be, as you know, Jesse. but if you're listening, you don't know if she's in a certain range, even if she's at the low end or the high end of that range, her body is just so sensitive that like, I think she's affected by it so much. So I just try to be sensitive to that. And I really am grateful. I feel like I've always been a sensitive person, um, myself, like emotionally and personally, but also to others. And I feel like God I like paired us up really well for um, parenting her. So I think that it's hard. It's also a lot. um, Sometimes I forget, like technically she has a special need and it's not obvious to the person, you know, walking down the street or friends or on Instagram and this beautiful little girl who's just thriving. And sometimes I am, I forget that for myself, like the amount of work that I put in on a day-to-day basis um, that is just food related, honestly, like Jesse said, like we weigh all of her food and we're constantly, I'm just constantly in the kitchen and I just laughed. I remember when we got uh, her file, when we first learned about her, um, I just remember I was like, always thought of myself as not being domestic and I'm very domestic these days. And it's just funny. I like laughed like, God, you're so funny. I don't cook. And now that's all I do is cook. Um, And I actually enjoy it. Like we enjoyed cooking together and recipes and all of that. But anyway, that said, like it's always on my mind. And since it has to do with her eating, like we're always doing it. Um, But it's also 
just affects her so much. So I just have to be careful not to react and like to keep that in mind that it, her PKU is definitely something that is affecting her day to day. Yeah. So when we first found out that Vera had PKU, you know, we got her, her file and, and, you know, we accepted her file and we decided like, yes, we want, you know, to, to move forward with this adoption. Do you feel like it was, it's been harder, it's been easier. Do you feel like going into something like this, knowing that child has a special need, not everyone necessarily has that, uh, I don't want to say opportunity, but you know, the, that situation is often very different mm-hmm. where it's kind of like sprung on you and you know, you just deal with it. How has that been like adjusting to that over the, you know, she's been here home with us for now two years. Yeah. I think it's been easier overall, honestly. Like we knew upfront like once we, I had never heard of it and then we found out about her and we heard of it and we researched the heck out of it. Then all our Google searches all were of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so like we did our research, we said yes, we we wanted her in our life and like, it just, it's crazy how incredible she is. But anyway, I think it's, I think it's been easier. Yes, it's day to day and yes, it's work. And sometimes it's, it feels like a lot, but overall, like, I think it's just, it's our new normal. It's, you know, in this whole, COVID season, like we're all creating these new normals. Like this just became our new normal. And it's um, sometimes time consuming, but it's also teaching me a lot and slowing me down. And um, I think it's been easier. Oh, I mean, yes, there's hard days. And sometimes I feel frustrated, like on her behalf, especially before she could communicate. Like, I think that was hard because her body was feeling something that she could not explain. And now, you know, she's almost four. So we have a lot of conversations about like what her body needs and her PKU drink and, you know, all of these different things that she's starting to recognize on her own that we've been like grooming her. Um, And I think that's incredibly helpful, but I think it's been easier overall. Mm -hmm. So what do you think has been some of the biggest challenges in raising a child, not necessarily just with PKU, but just with, you know, a special need? The biggest challenge? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I think just creating that new that new normal, that new life. Like prior, I mean, there's so much that came at once for us though. Like we didn't have a child. We didn't have a child who, you know, came out of an orphanage. We didn't have a child who was PK. Like we had all these things at one time. So it's sometimes hard for me to say like, whether it's a special need or not. It's just like, this was our first time becoming parents. So um, the hardest thing is just, I think being an advocate for her and like knowing how she might be feeling and wanting the best for her and me being an Enneagram one, like I'm out there. I I want, obviously every mother wants the best for their child, but like I, um, I spend a lot of time thinking about it and releasing that and surrendering, surrendering that to God, but attempting not to worry about the things that are affecting her. Mm -hmm. It's probably the hardest part. Surrendering her to the Lord and knowing that I'm not, in control, even though I am in control of her day-to-day things and I make these decisions, at the end of the day, it's not up to me. In all of that, going through those challenges, uh, you know, what are some of the ways do you feel like, uh, what are some of the lessons God has taught you through that? Or, you know, what are some of the ways that you've grown as you've, you know, been taking care of Vera? I think I have um, learned, I've always had a grateful heart and like the tendency to seek out beauty and good. And Jesse knows that being married to me 10 plus years, we walk around and I point out Bogan Villas to this day that <laughs> we've seen around the same corner 80 times. I'm like, babe, look, did you see those? Yes, yes, I've seen them. Um, so point being like, I've always had a tendency to like slow down and appreciate the life around me. But I think even more now than ever, like 
that pace has even slowed even more. And like, I have other dreams and ideas and things I'm doing, but being okay that like they are not coming full force right now because my sole job, my biggest job right now is to raise our daughter to love Jesus and be healthy and um, be able to learn how to take care of herself. So I think the biggest lesson um, and the biggest thing that I've seen is just me just letting go even more of the things that I want and I have desires for and still am working toward, but just taking on what he has given us. I can attest to seeing that all the time, 100%. You know, when it comes to adoption, I know we've talked, uh, you've talked about on your show adoption a lot. And as kind of time has been coming for us where we're starting to have some of those conversations again, um, You're going to put me on the spot about all this. I, I, <laughs> oh know. boy. You I, want yeah. the world to know my thoughts? Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I think I, it's fair for me to, to speak for both of us when I say that, like trying to figure out what that decision was like and moving forward in, in those decisions, you know, even not necessarily just saying that, Hey, yes, Vera is our daughter, but those decisions of like, do we want to adopt or, you know, do we want to go around some more infertility treatments, you know, kind of navigating all those decisions, it was, a, you know, some of the biggest and hardest decisions that we've ever had to make. Uh, and, you know, even in deciding, you know, what, what certain priorities were going to be for us in our life. Um, but as we're trying to go through that again, like what are some of your thoughts? Like how are we approaching these decisions differently now having have done it before uh, in the past? Ooh, <laughs> there's a lot to be said about all of this. Um, how are we doing this differently? I would definitely say like we've seen God move. We've seen him work. We, you know, had three years of infertility, two years of the adoption process. And five years later, we're on a plane to China and we meet our daughter on the other side of the world. Who's just like the perfect little girl for our family, like blown away. Honestly, on the most frustrating days, like I'm still blown away by um, just what God has done in our life and this little girl. So. I know that that's, that's what happened. And now like we're in the season of approaching that again and whatever that looks like, I think I have more peace of like, whatever it is, like he's got this, um, in all honesty. And I've said this to some girlfriends lately. Um, I am having, it's, it's a silly thing that I'm working through my own relationship with God right now is I have seen him deliver like so greatly and given us something so beautiful and wonderful. Like I almost feel like, can he do that all over again? Like, um, I won't go too much into it because I'll probably just start crying, but that's something I'm currently like working, not working on. I'm currently processing with God is like, I just can't get over like her and who she is and what he's done for us. And like for him to do that all over again, feels like asking for too much. Um, but I know that that's not true. I know that he, he wants the best for us and he's on our side and he, um, whatever that looks like. Uh, anyway, that's, that's where I'm currently at. Uh, that's why it's kind of a big can of worms, but, um, so you're feeling like God already did one miracle in our life. Like yes. what are we doing? Asking for another one? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with her sentence. We talk about this all the time. So um, if I'm asking questions and it feels like I'm trying to uh, attack her or anything like that in any of those questions. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just sitting in the chair crying. <laughs> we're, we're all on the same page. Um, but that's sort of where I'm at. And I know the truth is just letting my heart believe it. And whatever that looks like, um, we don't know what it looks like, but we're praying about it a lot. Mm-hmm. 
definitely. We definitely, definitely are. So as we are like in the midst of, you know, potentially making some, some bigger decisions uh, and deciding like priorities for, for our lives, you know, and what that next step is, um, you know, I think it'd be a, a good time to ask, you know, how you decide personally, uh, you know, how you prioritize things in your life, whether that's time, whether that's money, whether that's, you know, how much you invest in certain relationships. Uh, you know, so I guess the question is just like, how do you prioritize, you know, where you put your effort, where you put your money, where you put your time? Yeah. I'm, I'll say lucky. Sometimes it's a hardship, it feels like, but I'm grateful being an Enneagram one. I'm definitely driven by conviction. Um, so I have a very strong sense of, you know, you call it intuition or conscious or the Holy Spirit. I'll call it the Holy Spirit. Um, so when I'm sort of in a season of <clears throat> trying to decide something or uh, I kind of got a lot on my plate and a lot of things I'd like to do, but you know, where does, where, what really is the priority at the end of the day? I would like to say like the answer that we'd all like to say, like it is God, it is our marriage, it is our child. And then, you know, everything else comes after that. So I think when I'm feeling sort of out of sorts or overwhelmed or um, just not indecisive, maybe not sure where or what to do next. <laughs> right now I'm actually reading Emily P. Freeman's The Next Right Thing, which is incredible. And I love her podcast. So that's very helpful too. Um, but I definitely give myself space and time to think about those things and see what God has to say about them. I try them on for size a little bit. I'm again, driven by conviction. So if I'm kind of headed down one path and it's feeling just like off or not right, um, I believe that's like, God speaking to me or through me and I need to like obey that. And sometimes that's hard when I think, but God, what if I just, I need to do this right now. And I think a lot of times um, we can think that, but he has other things for us and maybe right now isn't always the time. So long answer short, I, I try to prioritize based off of what God wants for my life and not to sound like, oh, that's the perfect answer. I don't do it perfectly all the time by any means, but that's definitely like my guide and, um, you know, in all honesty, like I am a full-time mom basically who does a podcast on the side and I'm working on, you know, book proposal and getting a literary agent and all these different things. But a lot of those things have slowed because I'm raising Vera and that's our choice. And I don't feel guilty about it. Sometimes I feel stressed of like, oh, I want to be doing some more of these other things. But then I think back to how long like we waited for her and wanted her and here she is, she's almost four. We got it, you know, if we met her when she wasn't even two yet and I feel like time has been flying. So at the end of the day, I, I would like to prioritize our family. Yeah, so what are, in our priorities, obviously by saying yes to some things or saying no to, to some other things. So what are some of like the things that have been hardest for you to give up or things that you feel like uh, you had the most pressure to not give up or, or, or anything like that? Yeah, I think the hardest thing to give up right now is just my own time for myself um, that I used to have. Even like in this COVID season, you know, when Vera was at preschool from nine to 12 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like I had some time for myself to do some things and to feel like, you know, the introvert who loves being at the coffee shop with her computer and her oat milk latte and like have my space and my time for myself. So now that means getting up earlier than I'd like to sometimes, but like if I don't create that time for myself, I go a little nuts. So yeah, I think it's just like my own time thing for myself, um, things for myself. However, 
I feel like there's a fine balance between taking care of yourself and self-care and needing those things, but also like sacrificing those things in order to do the greater good that God has for your life or what he's working on in your life. So I think that's just like me finding that fine balance all the time of like feeling taken care of when like that's my own responsibility versus, um, you know, feeling sorry for myself that I don't get to do X, Y, and Z because I have to do something else. Like I want to have the attitude that I'm choosing to do something versus like feeling like a martyr about it. Yeah. That makes sense. So where can everyone find you uh, and follow along with your family and uh, everything else that you've talked about today? Oh, thanks, Jess. Um, Instagram probably is the best place, just like everybody else on the show. Uh, Becky Morketjo. Um I'm definitely a little bit slower there lately on purpose because like I mentioned, I, when Jesse asked about stuff, I'm giving myself some space right now to think about some things and hear what God has to say. So I'm a little bit uh, less frequent on Instagram, but that's where I hang out as far as social media goes. And of course on iTunes. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, I'm sure that everyone enjoyed that, getting a little bit of a peek uh, behind the scenes as far as like, you know, what drives you and, and what even I think uh, influences you to, to make and continue making the show. Um, I know that I enjoy anytime I get to be a part of it. Um, and I hope that uh, everyone listening uh, also enjoys uh, listening uh, to these episodes where we get to kind of just pull the curtain back and have a candid conversation about, uh, you know, what's going on uh, in our lives. Thanks, babe.